Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Why don't we give a shout, a praise, something to express ourselves to God? Wow. What a blessing. Wow. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for the whole year. Thank you for being good to us. Thank you for keeping us. With your blood, you saved us. With your power, you raised us. To you be all glory. To you be all praise, Lord. We come as a people and as a church to say, all glory belongs to you, Lord. It is not by our power. It is not by our might. It is not by our doing. But it's just being by your grace that we stand today at this time of the year lifting our hands, lifting our hearts, lifting our voice to say thank you. We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, let our thanks, let our praise rise up to you a sweet-smelling savor, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, and every grateful person says, Amen. said what we are blessed to see today to see this time of the year 
to be alive, to be able-bodied at this time. Do you get it? We started the year with some people who are not here today. I started the year with my grandmother. She's not around. Yeah, she's not around. I thought she was a master of living. Because she has been an expert. Because she had been around for 95, 96 years. Or something like 93, 90, The queen was 96. And then my grandmother was like 93 or 94. She has lived for a long time. I thought she was an expert of living. But she's not around anymore. But we are still here. It can only be by the grace of God. It can only be by the grace of God. So... This season, I mean, it shouldn't just be two, three days of giving thanks. Actually, it should be an everyday thing of giving thanks. However, there's also a place to start. Hallelujah. It's a good place to start. Amen. So we, we, we are using these days to even get deeper into the culture of giving thanks. Colossians 3.15, the Bible advises us. Okay. It says, let the peace of God dwell richly in your heart and be thankful. Amen. It says, let the peace of God rule in your heart to the which also ye are called in one body and be thankful. In this piece of scripture, when you read a few verses before and you continue, Paul is teaching the church of Colossae or Colossae how to live as Christians, the, the things to do as Christians. And he tells them many things. Maybe tomorrow we'll look at it. But one of the things he talks to them about is that let the peace of God rule in your heart for which you are called into one body. So don't be fighting. You have come to a, a celebration. You have taken off your, your neighbor's wig. You are running away. Don't be into fighting. Be, be, some, be a peaceful person. Do you, do you, no, you'll be surprised. I've come to church before where somebody has removed somebody's wig. Yes, and it was because, because the person wearing the wig was not the owner of the wig. She borrowed the wig and did not return it and was constantly wearing it. So the owner of the wig even came to see me and said to me that, the way she's wearing the wig, even when she gets back her wig and she wears it, is that the wig or the weave on? The wig. When she wears it, people will think that the wig belongs to the other person. So I, I, I remember I spoke to this person that, look, return the wig. She said, oh, it is not washed. I said, ah, but how long are you going to take to wash it? Is that the one that they wash? Yeah, they wash it like a shirt. So they, it's, it's not washed. So she, she, she wants to wash it before she returns it to my. So I told this other person, oh, she says she wants to wash it and return it. To all of us, our surprise, she appeared in this church. Not, I've pastored many churches. I've pastored a church on university campus. I've pastored a church in Wembley. I've pastored a church in Port Elizabeth. I've pastored a church in Ramberg. And I've pastored a church in here. But this thing, it was in this very church. This Peter Man, Christ our Hope Cathedral. She removed her wig. Yeah, she pulled off her hip. She, she, if you, you, it's clean for you to wear it, it's clean to retain it. Yeah, I wash it myself. I have Omo. Hallelujah. But in addition to being peaceful, he also gives an instruction that be ye thankful. 
be ye thankful. Let it be your state, let it be your disposition that you are a thankful person. Hallelujah. God expects us as Christians to be thankful, to be filled with gratitude. Not just towards God, but towards one another. In our cultures, we are taught to be thankful. That's why even you see little children, as you are giving them sounds, you say, say thank you. Even the thing you have not given it to them yet, as you are stretching it to them, we are saying, say thank you. Say thank you. We are teaching them to be people who say thank you. If you are not taught, many of you who don't say thank you, you were not taught. You were not taught to say thank you. So you feel that, oh, you are my mother, you have to give me food. You are my father, you have to give me food. Look, recently I was, come, I was looking for a document. Then I saw a letter one of my sons wrote to me. I'm sure it's from uh, many years ago because I can tell from the handwriting that the handwriting was very bad. And then the spelling was also under construction. <laughs> Do you see? But it was very, very, I mean, it's like my birthday. And he, the person was writing, making their own birthday card. And then they wrote and said that, thank you for providing a place for us to stay. Yeah, as little as the child would say, thank you for providing a place for us to, to have a home and food for us to eat. Yeah, it's not just, it's not automatic. Because you are my mother, you must give me food. That's why some of you eat foolishly, because you feel that it's your, it's your right under the ANC uh, under the national constitution, you must eat. So you can eat everything that is in the food, in the fridge. But it's actually somebody providing it for you. So when I saw, I saw it recently, I took a, it, there's a picture of it on my phone. I took a picture and said, wow, I'm sure it, it meant a lot to me then, but now it means even more to me. As I saw it, I said, oh, okay, perhaps that's why I kept it. Yeah, for, for providing a place for us to stay and food for us to eat. Then, then, then the person said that may a lot of people come to, to the church. Yeah, 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 yeah. May we have 1,000 members in the church. Something like that. Hey. It's an attitude you must have. And the Bible, let us be thankful. Because the Bible tells us that in the last days, some evils will come in this world. Second Timothy 3, verse 1, it says, Know this, therefore, that in the last days, perilous times shall come, which is difficult times shall come. Verse 2. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. So don't be surprised. We are in the last days. And thankful and holy. He said, here, if you go down, we'll come back to it left. If you go down, he lists 18 evils and 18 bad things that will come into this world. One of them is people, and to my surprise, fornication is not in this list. No, 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 no. Fornication is not even in this list. You would have thought that. Now, in the last days, fornication, no, 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 no. Fornication doesn't even graduate and qualify to come here. Ingratitude, perhaps, is a more wicked sin than even what you think it is. So God expects us to be thankful people. And even in our culture, they teach us 
But tonight, I'm, I've come to let you know that being thankful is not just a cultural thing. In my culture, we say thanks. No, it's, it's, it's good. Thank God for that culture because it's helping you to do what God wants you to do. Hallelujah. It's actually a spiritual character that everybody must have. That you must be somebody who's thankful, who, who's always grateful for the little that you get, for the little, the things that happen that you are thankful for. Either otherwise, you will become somebody who is filled with evil spirits. Do you know that people who complain are, all, are filled with demons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are people who just complain. They whine. They whine about it. No matter what you You give them your arm. They will say, ah, why did you cut it from uh, 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 the elbow? You should have cut it for a part of the breast to be part of it. Yeah, no matter what you do for them. And it's the... And, you see, what I realized that somebody who complains, they start with one complaint, then now they start to accumulate. It's like the demons start to come in, so they start to have more complaints. More, 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 more. Sometimes even unbelievable. This year has been a good year. You are still alive. You are still around. You are still in school. You were not sacked. You failed. Stop clapping. Stop clapping. Let me explain my point. You failed two subjects. You were not sacked. The university had mercy on you and kept you in the school. You entered into sin. God still kept you around. You made mistakes. God said, let's still give you a chance. Then when you, at, at this point, you say, the year has been a bad year. Well, what is actually wrong with you? That the fact that you are still around, being kept around for your life to go on. And all the errors and mistakes and problems and difficulties that have come into you is as a result of the things you have done and the things you did not do. Yet, you say, oh, it's been a very bad year. God has been wicked. God has not done anything. Sometimes God looks at us and wonders, what is wrong with these people? Has God delivered you from an accident? How many times did you not go from in Bali to town? Do you know how dangerous it is? Go and check the accident rate from in Bali to town. Or Allore to town, or France to town, or Nordale to town, or Woodlands to town, or Eastwood to town, or town to town. Look, the front of my house, where I live, the road in front of, not even the road, just the front of my 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 front. It's a high. It's a me as far as I'm concerned. It's a high accident zone. I can point at different people who have had accidents there. Sometimes I even feel bad. Like, oh, why did I even come and live here? Because if I wasn't living there, they wouldn't come to visit me. And then on their way out, they'll have an accident. Although it's not my fault. I mean, let's, I, before you go, say, I, I, Bishop, God, no, no, no. But you know. Yeah. Here, have you not bumped your car there before? Here, Leah has bumped there before. Shaka Zulu, he bumped there. The, the Shaka Zulu, you know. Yes. He bumped there. I mean, I know different people who have bumped there. Sometimes even when Temba bumped there, Temba didn't come to me. He was passing his own somewhere. And he bumped there. <laughs> yeah, different people. So anytime I come out and I join the road, I thank God. Yeah, I thank God. Because it's not like I'm a very, I'm an expert driver. 
No, 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 no. If you are looking for expert driver, look for this type of content people, this type of black wearing people. But <laughs> the rest of us, we are driving by grace. Yeah. Don't come to our zone at all. We just drive. One day, Melanie picked me from my house. We were going to the bank to do something. From my junction. When she told us, sister, we are just going to Peter Marisbeck here. Where we are going to is in Peter Marisbeck. <laughs> it's not outside. We are not going to Bua. It's not the, we've not been called for a family meeting. We are in our area. So, take it easy. We are not even going to town. We are just in that same area. I said, take it. Take it easy. Because, look, I can remember the different people who have been there. By the grace of God, I've lived there since 2017. Nobody has scratched me there before. Is it not God who has been keeping me? Is it not God? One day we came to church. One of our brothers, he left something we needed for the service. So he just took off here to rush home quickly to go and pick that. As soon as he turned here, no, bam. Hey! And we turned there every day. Every single day. blessing. What a blessing. You were sick. You went to the hospital. You came back. I'm sure some of the people you went to meet there, they did not come back home. You must be grateful to God. It's an attitude you must have. Because being thankful, you see, one of the reasons why we don't give thanks is that we need so many things. So anytime, although God is blessing us, there's always something that we need that we don't have at that moment. So we always feel that, no, oh, if I had this thing, then I will give thanks. But you'll be surprised that that one thing you are saying, if I only get a beloved to marry me, then I will give thanks. You will be surprised that by the time the beloved, the presence of the beloved will now even introduce other needs. Other needs. Which will therefore make you, the same thing that is preventing you from seeing the blessing that you have today. You will, it's the presence of other needs. So you will see that when that beloved comes, now there are other needs that in a certain sense supersedes the presence of the beloved or are necessary to keep the beloved, which are not there. Then immediately the ingratitude continues. Yeah, it continues. But if you have an attitude, like you are grateful for every small thing, whatever God does for you, you will thank God for it. You got somebody to marry you, say thank you. Yes, say thank you. Some of you children say thank you to your parents. Have an attitude of thanking your parents. It's because of your parents that you are around. And many children don't know the price that their parents are paying for them to be around. For you to have the life that you have. They don't know the price. They just think that, oh, daddy has a lot of money. My children think that I have a lot of money. Even one day, my children asked me, uh, who puts the money in the wall? The ATM. That's what they used to call it, the wall. Like, who puts the money there? Do you get it? I said, oh, it's the bank. Then they asked me, who puts the money in the bank? I said, oh, it's not all the money in the bank that belong to us. We work. Then when we are paid, what we are paid goes there. So the bank only keeps what is ours for us there. The rest is for other people. Yeah. And even what we have earned, they take some of it. Yeah. 
sacrifice, you don't know. And then you don't even know the sacrifice the husband is making to keep you as a wife. Sometimes you don't know the sacrifice your wife is making to make you and keep you as a husband. Why is the church so quiet? <laughs> Tonight. Tonight. This is just by way of introduction. So let's become people who are grateful, naturally grateful to God. Because it's a spiritual state. It's a spiritual state of your heart, how your heart is. If your heart is a complainer, you will always complain. There are, you know there are people, they see the glass is half full and half empty. Have you heard that thing before? Is it half full? Is it half empty? It's all your attitude. It's all, somebody sees the empty part. Somebody sees the full part. Hallelujah. Now, why must you be thankful? Because there's power in thanksgiving. There's power. In thank, thanksgiving releases certain powers. Hallelujah. Number one, now let's start teaching. Number one, being thankful is a constant state of prayer. Without thanksgiving, you can't pray. Being thankful is a constant state of prayer. Philippians 4 says, the Bible says, be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. He says, don't complain about anything. Don't be anxious about anything. Don't fret about anything. But anything that you are going through by prayer, and supplication with thanksgiving. Let that, instead of making it a complaint, make it a request unto God. But that request is only possible with thanksgiving. It's only possible with thanksgiving. Your prayer is incomplete when there's no thanksgiving. Ask yourself, when did you go to pray and there, in fact, majority of your prayer should be thanksgiving. Do you know that the things we need that we ask God for, we don't, he doesn't really need us to ask him for it for a long time for him to give it to us. Basically, most of our prayer, we are struggling to get God's attention. Yeah, we are struggling. He's, we are struggling to get God's attention. The bulk of your prayer should be a thanksgiving prayer. That you are grateful. Father, I'm grateful for this. And some of us also, when it comes to gratitude, say, Father, I thank you for everything. You have been good to me. To God be the glory. If I had 10,000 kinds, it still wouldn't be enough. Then what again? Yes. If you have 10,000, you, you can't use one tongue to give God glory. You want to use 10,000 tongues. This is not speaking, this is not shandala batantari. No, no, no. How do you say it in Zulu? Ulimo. Biomo. Ulibi. If I had 10,000 mu, limu, ulimu. Be careful. Say it again. Ulimu. Yes, yes. Ulimu. 
If I had 10,000 ulimus, amalimus, yes, 10,000 limus, I will use it to give God thanks. But if I ask you, tell me 10 things that God has done for you with one thank, you can't say it. Lord, I thank you for everything. You have to learn to, I, that's why, you see my son's letter I read to you, that's why it made sense to you that, he could have said, daddy, thank you for everything, it wouldn't mean anything to you. But when he said, thank you for putting it, it means the person has thought about the thing and has realized that, no, this thing, I'm not taking it for granted. It's something that has been done for me. I temise it. And if you take, that's what I about to say, count your blessing, name them one by one. If you itemize them one by one, you will see so many things many things that God has done. Even by the time you finish thanking God, there'll be no more time to even pray and ask God for anything. Just say, God, you know what I'm looking for later. I'll see you. I have to start lectures now. Yeah, I have to start lectures. The way it's going, I have to start lectures right now. Hallelujah. So he says, be thankful. Be thankful. Now, you can't pray if you are not thankful. Let, let me show you. When you are thankful, it means that you ascribe the good things that have, been, have happened to you to God. You ascribe it to God. You are, you are grateful that God has done this thing. One of the reasons why we don't say thank you is because we don't ascribe what is happening to God. We don't think God has done anything. Or what has happened, we don't think it's God who has done it. You just take it for granted. So, uh, you know, not all my family, we pass exams. That's why I passed. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm a very careful driver. Do you know the number of times we've, we've gone to Deban this year alone? And that Deban road, the tracks. Look, it's not easy. The tension when you are going and the tension when you are coming. Ha! The, even the level of concentration when you are driving and you are coming. You know, I, I even appreciated it more this last two weeks. Because this last two weeks, I went with Inzamo, so he was driving. And I, was, I realized that when I got to church, although I was late, I was less agitated. I would say, I've enjoyed church in Masgrave on different occasions. But this last two Sundays, I've enjoyed it super. Because I get, my mind is relaxed. Yeah, I saw the difference. Look, one day we came from, some, I don't know where we came from. Somewhere like that, Pretoria or one of these far, we drove. When we got here, we, I just went back straight to, straight to Deban. Hey, without sleep, anything. Straight to Deban, tension like that. Say, because I'm a very good driver, that's why I made it. Because I'm a, you'll be surprised. Some people have code 14. Code 14 is your code 8 plus 6. And they still crash. yeah, yeah. Peter Brown. Code 40. Code 40 people are crashing at Peter Brown. And you have code 8, which even I don't want to talk about how you really got it, but you know the way it is. Yeah. Mm. Only by grace. Oh, tell your neighbor, only by grace. Only by grace. Yeah. So when you are thankful, it's like you acknowledge that this thing that has happened to you, this thing that did not happen to you, is only by the grace of God. God made it happen. God helped for it to come to Without that, it would have happened to you. 
what you saw, how many accidents, some of the accidents we see on the road is so alarming. Yeah, it's so alarming. Fresh. Hey. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You, you realize that it's God who has, Psalm 106, you acknowledge that it's God who has done it. That's why you come and give him thanks. Yeah. I remember when our brother Chapello had the accident. Look, if you don't know that God is good, you will know that God is good. Yeah, I remember where I was sitting when I was called. Early Tuesday morning. Or Monday morning. One of them. Early Monday morning. Look, Tuesday. Tuesday morning. What's a Tuesday morning? Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll be surprised. Look, the doctors thought he was dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The doctor told me, I was first on the scene. First, Pastor Nungani and myself, first on the scene. First on the scene. The doctor, the first report, the doctor, they thought he was dead. It's just at the, the paramedics thought he was gone. At the last minute, he moved his finger. Then they saw that there's still some life. That's when they started to do all the things. Let's do this, let's try this, let's. You know, I don't want to, it's his private story. I can't tell you all that. But let me tell you, on, he had an accident on Tuesday, Saturday. I came to do some work here. Then when I was leaving, I saw, where's Justice? This guy, Justice. Come, come. You see him with his muscles. You see him, his skin is black and tight. Here in Musa, nothing penetrates their skin. Tight. No emotions, no feelings, nothing tight. Hardcore. This guy. You see, all this is muscles. Oh. No, 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 no. It's not, it's, no, it's muscles. Look at it. You see the way it's there? Yes. No, you wait. I'm coming. You, no problem. Look at it. Yes. Where's Tandeka? Amen. Yeah. So when we finished, the, it was around five or something. When we finished the work here, I told him, let's go and see Pops. So he just sat in the car. We went. When we got there, he was asking, what happened? I, go, I gave him a brief history. When we got there, he saw him. This, this one, this thing. This, look at it all. No, he, this guy, he started to cry. No, when he saw him, he just started, he started to cry like a baby. <laughs> I said, brother, no, you don't cry here. Do you know what we have gone through to today? Don't come and discourage us with your crying and... Do you know? Yeah, this guy. Look at him as hard as he is. When we do praises, he doesn't even lift up his hand. But when he's, I'm telling you, he started to cry like a baby. Like that. He couldn't believe what he was seeing. I had to take him out. Like, look, it's not a crying. It's not, no, 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 no. Yeah, we need faith. We need faith. We don't need, we, have, we feel like crying. But we need faith here. Your crying will come and make us. We will cry later, but not now. Yeah. It means you acknowledge that it's God who has done. I said, he started to cry. We, many of you, we didn't tell you because we, don't, we didn't think you had the strength. Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't, we didn't think you had the strength to even stomach it and see what is happening. Hey. But God was good to us. Yes. I told, I told Bulelua, anytime you come here, call his name, pray, speak to him like he's alive. 
I'll go there. I'll, every morning, I'll be sitting in my household. I'm just sitting there, not then I wake up, I spark my car, then I come to the hospital. Then I just come and pray, then I go. One day, Pastor Lungani asked me that. The guy cried, he doesn't see you. How come you are, I said, no. I feel I have to fight for his life or else his life will be lost. Yeah. One day, God wanted to encourage us. In the city, Pastor Tyler was also one of the first people to arrive. One day, God wanted to encourage us. As I prayed over him, he came out of his seat and he said, thank you, Bishop, and he went back. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I realized that God wanted to tell us, don't give up. Don't, I said, look, he was there. Now, no movement. Then suddenly, his eye rolled and said, thank you for being there. Yeah. God just wanted to. That's how God has been good to us. Amen. That's how good God has been to us. One, one, one exam that you didn't pass, you are using it to spoil all the good things that God has done for you. Look at Psalm 106. It says, praise ye the Lord. Give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and his mercies endure forever. Next verse. Who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord? Who can show forth all his praise? Next verse. Blessed are they that keep judgment. And he that doeth righteousness all the time. You must learn to be somebody who is grateful. Grateful to God. Grateful for everything. that. Grateful for your state. You'll be surprised. Your state. Let me tell you one day. A certain guy was going to commit suicide. So this guy was very poor. So as he was going to commit suicide. He took off his shoes. He took off his clothes. And he went on the tree. About to hang himself. As he was there, somebody was passing naked, doesn't have anything. Then he came and he saw the shoes. Then he said, oh, thank you, God. Then he started to wear the guy's clothes and the guy's shoes and everything. The guy was on the tree. He looked at this guy and said, hey, somebody's case is worse than mine. I have to come down and collect my clothes from this guy. Yeah, you think your case is bad. Somebody's case is worse. Yeah, I'm sure all of us have, been, have mates who have gone crazy. I have a mate, he's gone crazy. Crazy, 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 mental. Schizo, mental. I sat in school with him. Clever, Cle schizo, mental. Clever young man. He's gone crazy, hooked on drugs, all kinds of drugs. He's gone crazy. I have mates who have died. Even one of my seniors in school, just a few, a month ago, he very popular guy, he died. He also has massive, big buff like that, he died. Yeah, we are alive by God's grace. So when you see what happened, it's God who has done it. Yeah, it's God who has done it. Number two, giving thanks must be, well, let's see what the book says. I'm preaching from this book, okay? How can I say thanks? Let me see how he says it perfectly. He says, be thankful as an attitude of your life. As a word, an attitude of your life. Colossians 3.50 says, let the peace of God rule in you. And be ye thankful. An attitude of gratitude determines your altitude. 
It determines what level you'll be having an attitude. You see, being thankful should be an attitude that you have. An attitude that you have. And when you are a thankful person, it determines your level. It, it, it determines where God places you. It determines where you are placed in any society. And grateful people are usually placed in the bottom of society. Yeah. Even we as human beings, when we meet people who are ungrateful, we just put them very far away. But people who are always saying thank you, you just, you, it, it draws them even close to you. You, you. you put them on a high pedestal. Oh, but what have you done? But you have just been preaching. You have just been preaching. You just came and then you prayed to us. So you just prayed to me. And what is it? If you didn't preach, somebody else will preach. No problem. You'll be surprised that if somebody else had preached, you would not understand. He'll be preaching better, but you will not understand. By the grace of God, my, my children in Masgrave, as they are, it's one thing that has surprised me a lot this holidays. As each person is going home. So, Bishop, I have to go home today. I want to say a big thank you to you for this, for that, for this. God willing, next year I'll come. We'll continue. As soon as I read, even my heart softens up. Meanwhile, these are children. Children, children, children. You will go to Tofim Baba, you won't even say goodbye. You go to Jobek. Goodbye, cry, you won't say how much more thank you. <laughs> goodbye, poor, you won't get. Yeah. Yesterday, somebody sent me a message. Bishop, thank you for preaching to us. I'm just reading the book he that had. And I saw that this is what you have been trying to teach us all along. I want to say thank you. My, my heart just softened up. As I read, even if I'm angry with you, I'll forget that I'm angry with you. At least for that moment, I'll forget it. Yeah, my heart just softened up. Yeah, but I saw each one of them. When they are, they've never even spoken to me before in the church. I don't know what Pastor Lungani has told them, but they don't talk to me when they see me in the flesh. When you come there, I'm always sitting alone by myself in my corner. But it's okay, they are growing. But one thing, one thing. Bishop, thank you so much for preaching. Thank you for helping us to be good Christians. And it's not like they are just saying thank you. Thank you, no, no. Thank you for thank you. Thank you for thank you of thank yous. No, 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 no. Specific something. It's not a blank thank you. LP Joel has been following you up going. You have mental problems, she will come and solve it. You have emotional problems, she will come and solve it. You have spiritual problems, she will come and solve it. You have financial problems, she will come and solve it. It doesn't even occur to you that let me say thank you. Oh, you see, but even even if if I if I've been coming to church. I've, no. Why should you have an attitude of thanksgiving? Because you can also say thank you and you are not thankful. You can also say thank you, but not thank you are not thankful. Sometimes we say thank you to God, but we are not thankful. So come to church, so let's pray, let's pray, let's thank God for the service, let's thank God for today, let's thank God for, you are saying thank you, but in your heart you are not thankful. You are not thankful. You say we should say thank you. Sometimes when you do things for people, Bishop, if you don't say thank you, you see when he's preaching, then he will remember it. Then when he remembers it, he will say, I trust this guy, he will say it. So let me just say thank you so that he doesn't add me to But in your heart, you are not thankful. One day, 
a certain sister, then ah, I know that. No, no, but you are not thankful from your heart. Yeah, you are not thankful from your heart. It must come from your heart. Thankfulness reveals a certain spiritual state. It reveals a, sp- a spiritual state of a person. Anybody who is spiritual is always thankful. Yeah. So you can say thank you. Proverbs, Isaiah 29, 30 says, The Lord said, These people draw nigh me with their mouth and honor me with their lips while their hearts are far from me. Their hearts are far from me. Being thankful comes from the heart. Yeah. I sit down and say, thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being there during trouble. Thank you. I take my time, think about it. Then I send it out. Thank you so much for, you'll be surprised. Oh, what did I do? Yes, it's, it's important to me. Me means a lot to me. You may be something small. You see, you see, sometimes you do things for people. It's nothing really great to you. Do you get it? But you, it's, it should be important to you. It should be important to you. It should be important to you. But it's like we, we have, we, because they say we should say thank you. Have you not seen children, they give them signs and say, say thank, you. Oh, thank you. He's already eating the things like he's gone. So he's saying thank you with his mouth, but his heart. But it should be something that is part of the fabric. Of, when it's part of the fabric of your life, you will see that it is not difficult to find something to say thank you for. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. I could just be your pastor and not be your friend. I say it to you guys over here. I could just be your pastor and not be your friend. I could just be your pastor and not be your friend. Pastor you, care for you, pray for you. What, are, what is the work of a pastor? Prayer, visitation, counseling, interaction all these things without being your friend. Without being your friend. Father, I pray for this one. I come and visit this one. I teach you. What's that? How are you? How are the children? Uh, powerful. I'm done. I'm done. I've fulfilled all right. Pastoral ministry, I've fulfilled it. But to go beyond pastoring you, and be your friend. You should be grateful for it. You should be grateful for it. Yeah. What is the difference? What, what does it make? Your friend is the one you can talk to, tell every people. You, you see, when, when somebody is your friend, the person even sees things in your life that you have not even told the person. Yeah, recently I was coming to church or something like that. I saw somebody, I just, I just saw her face. I said, no, something is wrong. So I, I, are you well? I looked straight into her eyes. Are you well? Then now tears started coming. It's your friend who will notice. If somebody is not your friend, they won't even notice whether you are well or you are not well. Yeah. They won't notice whether you are well or you are not. They just say, hello. They look into your hair, above your hair, then go. That's all. become somebody who is thankful genuinely from the heart. Children, be grateful for your parents genuinely from, look, you have no idea the effort your parents are making. You have no idea. And 
pastor, but me, the other day, I asked my mother, I asked my mother to buy me uh, Jordans. And then she went to buy me a certain shoe from Manchester. <laughs> the Jordan, the Jordan on it is looking backwards. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Oh, I asked for Lacoste. You bought me the crocodile on the Lacoste. The crocodile is dead. Listen, if you walk very fast, nobody will notice that they are not originals. Nobody will see it. I'm telling you. Just walk fast. If you are walking, nobody will see that your Jordan is looking backwards instead of forward. Dunking and he's going back. Yeah. But because of one thing you asked for that your mother could not provide. Because of one thing you asked for that your wife could not provide. Because of one thing you asked for that your husband could not provide. Because of that, it's like, what a foolish man that I have married. What is this useless guy that I have married? Very foolish guy. Eh. It's amazing, you know. The question I want to ask before I go to my next point, I'll give you three points today and we'll go home. Who, who chose that foolish man? Hey. <laughs> who chose that foolish wife? Which wisdom, which wisdom did the chooser operate to choose such a foolish wife? It's enough to reveal who the fool is in the relationship. It's enough. Imagine that I need something. Give me just uh, your phone, anything, your book. Go. This thing is here. Okay. Are you coming? Or even Leah, Shonda, come. Thank you. Oh, please, have you taken a picture? Yes, this is Leah. God, Rashida, ne? Please, thank you. Shonda, come. Not that I don't want to use Leah, but let me use Shonda. Stand properly, upright. Imagine that you need somebody to take that thing. And you had the choice to either choose this one, the street light, or choose the fire hydrant. Okay. And then you come. Okay? Baby shark, come. Put your phone, everything, and come. And then you come, and then you are going to choose this one. Please choose this one. Yes, you choose. To go and take the thing. Now she's struggling. Please go and try to take the thing for us. 
So she's struggling. She can't reach it. Then you start to complain. You, you, shoddy. How can't you take this thing? This, uh, don't push that thing down. Be careful. It will hurt you. Yeah. Why can't you take such a thing? The question going through my mind is that what wisdom did you use to choose this one when you had the opportunity to take this one? He doesn't even have to stretch. He just has to do that and take the thing. Please, thank you. Will you take it for us? Yeah. Woo. Please, it's for... Yeah. yeah. So at the end, when you start complaining, you look very funny. Who, who chose that one? Which, which wisdom did you use to choose? This was, she's a foolish wife. You chose her. You chose her. In March, you said, like them together. Even light terms have even terms have. We put the things together like that. So it means same WhatsApp group. That's why you chose that one. Hello? If you don't have an attitude of giving thanks, you will always be complaining. Everything that happens, you will complain. And what didn't happen, you will complain. But I can tell you that in every single day, there must be something good that happens to you that you can be grateful for. You have just decided to turn a blind eye to that thing. I saw somebody's status even yesterday or today. It says, the first blessing of the day is that I woke up. The first breakthrough of today is that I woke up. Number three, I finish with number three. Number three. Being thankful... It's a weapon for miracles. I said it's a weapon for miracles. And a weapon for great miracles. I see miracles happening in your life. As you give God thanks. When Jesus was feeding, was going to feed the 5,000. One of the first things he did was to give God thanks. Was to give thanks. He gave thanks so much that even after he had fed the 5,000, when they were recounting the story, the significant thing they mentioned was the thanksgiving. John chapter 6. John chapter 6. Let's read from 20, 20, 22. John 6, 22. We are going to 26. The following day, this is the day after he had fed the people. When the people which stood on the other side saw the ship that there was none, there was none other boat there, save the one Save that one wherein to his disciples were entered, and that Jesus went not with the disciples into the boat, but that his disciples were gone away alone. The main thing I wanted you to see was the following day. How be it, there came other boats from Tiberias, nigh unto the place where they did eat bread. After that, the Lord had given thanks. The two things they remembered about the day before was that they had eaten bread after. It's like if you were to ask them, how did you eat the bread? We ate the bread after the Lord had given thanks. How did the bread multiply? After the Lord had given thanks. That, he didn't pray. He didn't speak in thanks. He didn't raise a worship song. He, no, he, he just gave thanks. 
And the thanksgiving was so significant that they remembered it. That's what they remembered. A great miracle of feeding 5,000 men, not counting the women and the children, was as a result of the Lord giving thanks. People who give thanks get more breakthroughs. Just this week, somebody sent, somebody sent me a message that, oh, pastor, I've got a tender. I said, oh, glory be to God. Let's thank God for it and everything. Then I said, I hope it's a big tender. Then he said to me, oh, it's not, it's not so big a tender, but I want to give thanks for it. Yeah, it's not, it's not like a one million tender or something, but I just want to give thanks for it. I said to the person, this is the beginning of many tenders that will come into your life. Because when God sees that you are grateful for this one, he brings more into your life. More. Jesus, before he fed them, he gave thanks. He looked at the situation. He gave thanks. Before the miracle, even in John 11, when he raised Lazarus from the dead. You see, what miracle can be so great than, than raising somebody from the dead? After the person had been dead for four days, raising from the dead. As he was raising him from the dead, look at what Jesus did. Let's go 35, 36, 37, 38, around there, 42, there about, you will see. This is where he was crying. Then Martha will talk. 40, 40, go to 41, 42, 43, 41. 41. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Before even the prayer, said, thank you that you have heard me. Thank you. He gave thanks. He's coming to raise somebody from the dead. The first thing, thank you. Then look at the next verse. He says, I knew that thou hearest me. I know that thou hearest, or I knew that, and I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. He said, I'm saying this so that they will know that you are the one who is doing everything that I'm doing. So they can ascribe the miracle to you. Jesus never prayed. The only thing he said, after he gave the next thing, he said, and he shout, lifted up his voice, he said, Lazarus, come out. He just commanded Lazarus to come out. The only prayer was thanking God. The only prayer. If you become a thankful person, you will be surprised the miracles that will start coming into your life. The miracles that will start happening every day, in every area, every area. Area. Look, anybody who says thank you gets more. Yeah, you, you look into your life, you will realize that anybody who's always grateful for the little, the small effort you make, small, tiny effort you make, they are saying thank you. You, you just become provoked to do more. Even if you don't do more, you see those who don't say thankful, th thank you, or those who are not thankful, you do very little for them. Yeah. Look, let me tell you, don't tell anybody. Anybody who does something for you is looking at your reaction, whether consciously or unconsciously. Yeah, whether consciously or unconsciously, is looking at your reaction. It's looking at your, not your reaction, but your response. Yeah, your re no matter how little it is, it's looking at your response. So when he gets a negative response, he just moves forward, that's all. Just moves forward. You you will look and see, you see, nothing is done for you again. Nothing is done. The person will not do anything for you again. 
Not that even, sometimes they have not even thought about it. Too, but it's like they are not motivated. Do you, do, do you get it? It's not like, oh, eh, I've marked you from today. I'll put you on the wall. Mark and avoid. Avoid you, especially on paydays. No, 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 no. But naturally, you see, their heart is turned away from you. So when they have to do something good, they just think of the people who always give a positive response. It's like, oh, you just gave her a pen. So thank you so much for the pen. The way the pen, I'm not saying lie, but be grateful. Be what? Yeah, as a pastor, I've had so many people say thank you to me for different things. I know those who are just flattering. I can't tell. I can't tell. Look, one day, Somebody gave me an envelope. Okay. Now, um, I think the envelope had money in it. Yes, it had money in it. And there was a letter in the envelope. Okay. Now, when the person gave me the envelope, I just put it down like that. And I went to continue with my life. So about six weeks later, I saw the envelope. I was broke. So I saw the envelope. So I opened the envelope. Now I said thank you to the person, prayed for the person, everything. But when I took the envelope and I opened the envelope, Pastor Tuleri, to my surprise, there was a letter in the envelope. And the letter had a prayer request. A prayer request. Up to today, I feel bad about that pain. I feel, I feel, I, I feel like the person, one of, the person was not just giving a gift, but they were asking for a particular prayer. And the due diligence that should have been done was to open the envelope and see the prayer request. Up to today, any time I think about, I feel very bad. Oh, I did not, I did not even open the thing to see the person's request. And I was just, how's the person feeling now about this, about that? Hey, anybody who does something or is looking for your response, is watching out for your response, whether consciously or unconsciously. The way you respond will have an effect on the person. Yeah. Will have an effect on the person. And it will determine what next will happen. The same way when it comes to God, the way we respond definitely has an effect on him. You have gone the whole week you have come. Nothing bad happened to you. You had food. You never slept on an empty stomach. Or even when you slept on an empty stomach, you did not pass into the other world. You are still around. Thank you to God. You were sick. You went to the hospital. You came back. Thank you to God. You wrote an exam. You passed. Thank you to God. Thank you to God. When we don't learn to say thank you, God just looks at us. This way, they don't want more breakthroughs. They don't want more. It's just, have, it's just complaining, complaining, complaining. Or give me, give me, give me. That's all. You don't know how to thank you to God. I pray that as a church, we will give thanks to God always. But said, giving thanks to God in all things and for all things. In all things. Giving thanks to God and for all things. 
God expects us to be thankful to him. You've made it to the end of another year. Become somebody who's grateful to God. Father, thank you. Not everybody made it. I made it. I finished grade 11. Father, thank you. I finished grade 10. Don't take it for granted. I'm the top student in my school. That's why I finished. You'll be surprised. There are top students in your school who don't finish. Last week or something, I had, I had dinner with somebody. And as we were sitting down, the person was telling me about a young guy I know who had gone wayward. When I knew him, good boy. He had gone wayward. I finished with this story. He had gone wayward. As he talked to me, I sat there. I said, I said, oh, what has changed in his life? Then they told me he has, he has this new friend. This new friend. And this new, since he had this new friend, everything has gone south. You'll be surprised that just one evil friend. Who's the guy who raped his sister in the Bible? Amnon. Amnon didn't have any plans to rape his sister. But the Bible said he had a friend whose name was Jonadab. I think it was Jonadab. Bad, mischievous friends with all types of bad ideas. He was, he, he was, he was bending towards his sister, but he wasn't going to do anything about it. When he told you, he was just having a chat with Jonadab, just my friend, and he said it to Jonadab, said, oh, I'll make a plan. I'll make a plan. That plan was the beginning. Two years after that, that's the guy. You see his name over there. Jonadab was a very subtle man. Which is, he was a trickster. He was like a totalized guy. He came up with an idea. That idea, two years after that idea, Amnon was dead. And he didn't die of natural causes. He was killed because of that idea that this guy got. So this guy that they were telling you, he had just met a, he had just made a new friend and everything got spoiled. May God deliver you, deliver your children from evil friends. One evil friend can just sow a very funny idea into your head. From that time, all the good things, all the good qualities that you have, you see all of it will disappear like that. Like, as though you never had it. This boy, as they were telling me about it, it's like they are telling me about somebody I never knew before. Never knew before. One bad influence. One bad influence. But God has kept you. In spite of your struggles, in spite of your mistakes, in spite of the things you are not doing right, God has still kept you to be around. Why is God keeping you to be around? Because he has hope for you. He knows that you will come out right. If he knew you won't come out right, he will not need to keep you. Your things that, even clothes that you know that you will never wear again, you don't keep them. But the ones you know you wear again, you keep them. If God knew that his plans for you have ended, he will not keep you. The fact that he's keeping you, it means he's, he still has good plans for you. And he's expecting something good to come out of your life. He's expecting, in spite of the situation you have locked yourself in, there's a way around to get it right. He still has a plan to get it. That's why we must always be grateful. That whatever, if you're grateful for your current state, you pray the prayer has not been answered. Thank God for the prayer that has not been answered. By Bible, because the Bible says that he makes all things beautiful in his own time. Maybe that thing, if it came to you at this time, 
it will end up destroying you. I tell you this other story and then I close. Once after, when we finished high school, a friend of mine did some business for some people and he got some money and he bought a car. Fresh after high school, fresh after, after my, we were waiting for our results. He did some quick work for some people and then he bought a car. Yeah, it was a used car, but it was a car. He had four tires. It could move. Look, we all look at him with glee and envy. Wow. 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 One day, he went to fix the car at the mechanic. So the car was back there. And he went through. As the people were working, something caught fire at the have a car get insurance no insurance nothing car today has a car tomorrow no car hey, the mechanic has to pay them it can take forever your lifetime the mechanic will t- you, have you seen somebody that you are trying to collect your money from but he has no money you might as well collect he himself that's the situation ah, we are going to bring the police it won't change anything unless the police are going to bring money to pay I'm going to bring people to beat him. The beatings, unless he's going to produce money, it won't change anything. The only thing he can give you is blood. Yeah. Yeah. That was the end of the car. The car came from, came to our level. But did you know the difference between us and him? We will never had a car, so we are at the same level. He, he has had a car, he has lost the car. So you could imagine the broken heart. Sometimes some of these your prayers, the, the answers are delayed because the time is not right. Time is just not right. But in his time, he makes all things beautiful. May God make all things beautiful in your life in his time. Stand to your feet. Let's bring this service to a close. Tomorrow we continue on the power of thanksgiving. The power. But everything. How do we give thanks? In our prayer. In our praise. In our uh, thanksgiving. In our worship. In everything. It's not like uh, there's a specific time to give thanks. You have to be thankful all the time. And in everything. In everything. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Look into your life and begin to say thank you to God. Thank you to God. Thank you for the things that he has done in your life. For the things that he has done for us as a church. The things that he has kept us throughout the year. He's looked after us. He's watched over us. He's kept us. Just thank him right now. Just thank him right now. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank him for your life. Thank him that you are alive. I want everybody to thank God that we are alive. Even today, we are alive. Thank Him. Thank Him for your life. Thank Him for you. Thank Him that mentally you are in the right place. Men- mentally you are in the right place. Thank Him that even emotionally you are doing well. You are doing well emotionally. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank Him for your health. 
thank him for your health. Thank him for your health that he has kept you. He has kept you safe. He has kept you well. He has kept you able. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Thank you. Thank you, oh God. Thank you. Thank him for your Christian life that in spite of everything, he has kept you in the faith. Thank you, O God. Thank you, O God. As a church, as a family, we come together to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You've kept us. You've kept us all these months. Evil tried to come to us, but you kept us through it all. Through the difficult times, you kept us. Through the good times, you kept us. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. To you be all the glory. To you be all the praise. To you be glory, praise, and adoration, oh God. We are grateful, oh God. To you be glory. Yes, Lord, to you be glory for the things that you have done, Lord. For the things you have done, oh God. Thank you for the times we have called on you and you have heard our cry. Thank you, oh God. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I want us to thank God for the children in the church. The children in the church. I want us to thank God for the children in the church. The, when I say that, I know we are all children, but I mean the children, children. This type of, the toddlers. Is that what they call them? almost said the turtles, but the toddlers, the toddlers, these type of Luke, Jude, those type of, just thank God, Eden, that all those people just live, they may not be your children, but thank God for them, thank God for them right now, lift your voice, just thank God for them, that they are in the church with us, they are happy with us, just thank him right now. Every single child, this crash, crash going children, grade one, grade two, little, little, who are always running around us, happy to be here with us. Thank God for every one of them. Thank God for every one of them. Thank God for every the babies. Thank God for every single one of them. Father, we are grateful. Bless us with more, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for every single child, every single role in their life. We are grateful. We are grateful for them. We are grateful for them, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. Secondly, I want us to thank God for our parents. Our parents. And the parents in the church. Alright. Bishop, when are we going to thank God for me tomorrow? We'll thank God for you. We'll thank God for you. You get a chance. 
lift your voice wherever you are. Begin to thank God for every single parent. Thank you, Father, for our parents. Thank you, Father, for our parents. Every single parent in the church. Every single parent at home. Thank God for them. Thank God that God has kept them. God has placed them in your life. Placed them in our lives. We are grateful. We are grateful. Thank God for your parents. 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 Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. 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 Everything you have done that has worked this year, I want you to thank God for it. I want you to thank God for the grace, the strength, the wisdom, the ability to get it. And lift your voice, just thank Him. Maybe for you it's your school. Maybe it's your school. Just thank Him. Maybe it's your work. Maybe it's in your marriage. But you are, you you set out to do something, and you were able to do it. You set out to do it, and you were able to do it. Thank God for it. Thank God for it right now. Thank God for it. Thank God for it. Thank God for it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Ascribe all the glory to him. Bible says, who can show forth his mighty acts? His mighty acts. His mighty acts. Thank him for it. 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 Thank him. Father, we thank you. As a church. Thank you for everything we have done. Everything that we did, that we succeeded at. We are grateful, Lord. Thank you for the percentages that worked. Thank you for the churches. Thank you for the pastors. Thank you for the shepherds. Thank you for everybody. Thank you for everything we did that worked, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I also want us to thank God for the for the thing that we attempted to do that did not work. Remember I said in God's time, he makes all things beautiful. So I want you to thank, you did it. It didn't work. Thank God. Thank God for it. Thank God. It hasn't worked yet. Thank God for it. It didn't work. Thank God for it. God knows why it did not work. 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 Thank him right now. Thank him right The things we failed at, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We also want to thank God for the evil he kept us from. You know, about 80% of the evil God keeps us from, we don't even know. Yeah, we don't even know. In fact, it's because he has kept us from it, that's why we don't know. If you had to know, you may have to pay with your life. Yeah. Oh, the God delivered me from death. Sometimes for you to have known that he delivered you from death, you should have died. Yeah. So sometimes you don't even know. 
You don't even know. You just slept, you woke up, and then that's it. Meanwhile, that night, maybe there was a battle. Battle for your life. The angel of death was just passing around. And then you woke up. God sent his angel to defend and to fight for you to wake up. Wake up the next day. You don't know. So thank God for the evil that he has delivered. He has kept us from this year. Oh, thank, thank you, him. Lord. For thank him. Every evil. evil. The, the evil we don't know. Thank you for keeping us from it, Lord. Thank you for keeping us from it, O God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for the sin that he delivered you from. The sin that he delivered you from. The sin that he delivered us from. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Evil was present with us. But you delivered us from you. Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him from them all. Thank you for delivering us from them, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. We come to say thank you, Lord. We have come to say thank you, O God. In the name of Jesus. Not to you be the glory, Lord. 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 I want to thank God for what? Everything. You were asking when will we thank God for you. We are now thanking God for you. Every single person in the church. Lift up your hands. And those who are your friends, those who are not your friends, just thank God for all of them. It's one beautiful big family. Thank God for every one of them. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. 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 My God, Napola Posataya, Randolo Sipadovacaya, Nepolo Sipaya Latan Totaybe, Randolo Sapalaya, Nepola Bacayala, Mayolo Sipayala, Tampayaba, Nepolo Sipayola, Tempayolataya, Milabo Satebelebe. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. Thank you, O oh God. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you every glory and every praise. We ascribe all the praise to you. For your word declares that who can show your mighty acts. We bless you. We count them and we say thank you for every single one of them. Thank you for giving us a beautiful family. Thank you for giving us church. Thank you for giving us Christ who is the umbrella over everything and over all of us. Thank you for putting us together. Thank you for keeping us throughout the year. In the name of Jesus, we are grateful. Every single blessing that you have blessed us with this year. Thank you for life. Thank you for peace. 
Thank you for good health. Thank you for prospering us. Thank you for progressing our lives. That where we started from at the beginning of the year, that's not where we are right now. We are grateful. We are grateful. Thank you for the opportunities that you have given us in this year. Thank you for the answers to the prayers that we've prayed. Thank you for answering them, Lord. We are grateful. We are grateful. We bless you. We thank you. We say all glory, all honor, all praise, all adoration belongs to you. Belongs to you. Let no man take your glory, but all glory to you, Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Was that a hand clap of gratitude? How many of you have celebrated your birthday this year? This year, you had a birthday, you were around to see it. I have to be grateful to God. I have to be grateful to God. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So, we continue tomorrow. Like I said, it's a celebration. So, the Thanksgiving starts from when the service starts. This is not like when we preach, then we will be thankful. No, 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 no. Like I said, it's an attitude. So it's, it's something that should be there oh, from the time you wake up till you lay your head to sleep. Do you hear it? Yeah, all my life. That, did you not sing that song? From the moment that I wake up till I lay my head to rest, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, you don't know how to sing. I love you, Lord. For your mercy never fails. God's mercy never fails. All my days. I've been held in your hands. From the moment I wake up. Yes, till I lay my head to rest.
have taken. You have been faithful. comes to music, I listen more than I sing. Even I know the song, but when, when we are singing, you see, I just stop singing and I start to listen. It's like I'm even hearing the words for the first time, it's like I'm listening. We sing, but we don't listen to what we are singing. Yeah. Is there another verse, apart from? Yes. God is closer than no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. I think you should sing it again. I love your voice. I love your voice.
after me. He's running after me. Hey! Your goodness is actually, it's not I'm running after, but he's running after me. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.